Hey, this is the American Lineage. Michael Miller here. I want to give a special shout out to Tracy Lawrence and Aunt Capone for checking out the show last week. Uh, Remembering Class 1998, the episode 6 episode. And, uh, got actually more on that one. Uh, thank you too for checking it out. Um, and hopefully you guys check out some more episodes and uh, like them, hopefully. And thank you once again and peace! Hey folks, welcome to episode 7 of Remembering the Class of 1998. Of course, I am your messed up host uh, from upstate New York. Uh, <laughs> the American lineage himself, Michael Miller. And thank you for guys checking out the show again. Um, uh, hopefully this will be a good show. I really um, like the songs that are going to be on the show today. And hopefully you guys do too. And of course we'll be talking about everything else in pop culture that happened within the time frame we went to high school. Or anyone else listening to the other classes like the class of 95. Uh, yeah, we'll be talking about your senior year, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, you know, we'll be going to the news segment, we're going to TV, movies. And we're going to put a pro wrestling spotlight on somebody today. Don't know who it is yet, but we'll find out who it is, folks. So enough of me yapping, yep, 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 yep. Let's get to our 10-song block, the part of the show, the first segment you guys always look forward to because you don't hear me talking or had the usual DJ crap like, hey, I'm going to interrupt you every 10 seconds. Um, so the first song is by CNC Music Factory, which kind of surprised me because uh, they were known for their hits in the early 90s during our elementary junior high years, but they actually had a top 40 hit in September of 94. And, um, it was actually the last Top 40 hit, excuse me. It also was number one in the dance charts. A Top 20 RB hit. Um, uh, it was Top 20 in Australia and the Netherlands. Um, did really well in New Zealand. It was a number two hit in New Zealand. And this song also was Top 40 in Sweden and Top 30 in the UK. And the song is, Do You Want to Get Funky? So this is kind of a lost song from CNC Music Factory. And they're going to be playing a big part in the second segment later on in the show. So here's uh, CNC Music Factory with their lost uh, top 40 hit, Do You Want to Get Funky? Only here on Remember the Class of 1998. Double shot. Alright, welcome back to Remember the Class of 1998. Just getting done with a 10 song block here, folks. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it. Along uh, with your party games hopefully because i know some of you probably playing um some shot games each time we keep seeing all right at the beginning of the segment so all right i guess some you know, guys and gals taking shots <laughs> all right first song of course was cnc music factory do you want to get funky that kind of sounds like i was singing planet rock there for a minute oh great track uh from the 80s um anyways that was the first track of course uh, second track, uh, coming a popular tune here, Remember the Class 1998, Republica's Ready to Go. And you guys heard Luscious Jackson with Nick and I, and of course the next group after that is, uh, probably one of the most underrated 90s rock bands to come out. Um, of course the two females are, you know, pretty hot in my opinion. <laughs> in the group, uh, the groups I'm talking about is Fruit of Salt, and of course the song I played was Seether. Then you heard from Letters uh, to Cleo with their song Here and Now, which was uh, got pretty big 
um, when I was being played at Melrose Place. And after that, I hear Sneaker Pimps uh, with Six Underground. And then White Town with Your Woman. And then you hear the Fun Loving Criminals using uh, samples from Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction for their song Scooby Snacks. And then you hear the Double Shot, uh, President of the United States of America with Peaches and Lump. And now let's get into our new segment. All right, uh, we're doing another remembrance today. Um, actress Jessica Tandy, uh, most of you know from the movie from The Birds, uh, classic Alfred Hitchcock film, uh, Cocoon, uh, Batteries Not Included, uh, Driving Miss Daisy. And probably one of the last great films she ever did back in 1991, uh, Fried Green Tomatoes. And of course, she also worked on stage and did a few stuff for television for Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, passed away on September 11th, 1994, at the age of 85. And at the time, her official death was not revealed, but she apparently was battling ovarian cancer at that point in her career. Wonderful actress. Did not even know she was British. I thought she was American. And that's how great of an actress she was. And so, paying tribute to Jessica Tandy and her, her work on film, stage, and TV today. And after this little break here, I'll be back with the top album segment of Remember the Class of 1998. And we're back. And of course, I'm your host, American Lineage Michael Miller, and you're listening to Remember the Class of 1998, Episode 7. And I said in the past segment that CNC Music Factory, where we're going to be a part of this chicker segment, because this one is the top album segment. And the song, Do You Want to Get Funky, was off their album called Anything Goes. And Anything Goes um, actually reaches peaked around the same time in September 1994. Unfortunately, not selling well as their previous albums did. Um, this one uh, charted in the 110 uh, list, uh, peaking at number 106. It fared better on the R&B album charts and hit the top 40 there. Um, did better in Australia. It was top 40 album in Australia, top 30 album in New Zealand. And it was their last album really ever chart here in the United States. Uh, I listened to this album before I did the show. Uh, to tell you the truth, man, I could see why I didn't do too well. I see they were kind of trying to conform with the times because the, that form of hip-hop they did in 1990 and 91 wasn't going to sell anymore in 94, especially after, you know, The Chronic coming out in 92. I mean, Dre uh, changed the game, basically, and along with Snoop Dogg and a lot of other people from Death Row Records. Um, so... Obviously, CNC Music Factory tried to change with the times, but unfortunately, people weren't buying it. But uh, what, I tried to play the best five tracks. Besides, I already played Do You Want to Get Funky earlier in the show, but these are the five tracks I think are all right from the album, and hopefully you, know, you guys might check the album out yourself, and you might have formed a different opinion than I do. But anyway, here's five tracks from the Anything Goes album by CNC Music Factory, only here on Remembering the Class of 1998.
All right, you guys, we're listening to CNC Music Factory's uh, album here on our top album segment here on Remember the Class of 1998. Uh, first track you heard was Let's Get It Started. And then uh, Bounce to the Beat, uh, Can You Dig It? And then I Found Love. And then uh, the next track after that was Take a Toke, which I believe was actually an RB hit for the group. And their second single off the album. And the last track you heard from the, this album was uh, CNC has left the building and hopefully i will not be leaving the building anytime soon yet at least for another few more segments here on remember class 1998 and now let's get into our tv segment okay then um well, we've been talking about uh, past couple episodes about shows going to syndication. Of course, the next one we're talking about here on episode 7 is a real popular show that was still on the air at the time. And would be on the air for another few more years. But I was able to watch the show because it was on earlier in the night before I had to go to bed. But once I hit syndication, I pretty much watched it all the time. Even on Canadian television because I grew up in seeing New York, which is right across from Canada. So we used to get stations from Ottawa. All the time, and the show I'm talking about is the classic Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And of course, everybody in my generation pretty much watched the show, pretty much put Will Smith on the map as an actor. And of course, you know, I was a Carlton fan. I mean, happy to admit it, I was a fan. Uh, I love Carlton, he was my favorite character in the show. No offense to the Fresh Prince. Uh, main Jazz was second, you know, with the whole him being thrown out of the house by Uncle Phil. But, yeah, once it hit syndication reruns for the first four seasons uh, aired on local TV, I mean, yeah, I used to watch it constantly and then still keep up with the show when it was still in prime time when it's run on, on NBC. So, here's still one of the great shows of the 90s and uh, definitely of our generation. And, um, and of course, obviously, I mean, you guys going to be hearing the TV theme like always. Like, I always play the TV themes in these shows right after... Uh, me talking, so enough of me hearing me talk, you know, let's get our asses to Bel Air, you know, see ya after <laughs> a little short trip to Bel Air, hopefully I won't get thrown out like Jazz did, peace, that was, alright, and we're back here on Remember the Class 1998 in our third segment, which can be weird sometimes, I guess, to certain people, because it can either match up or just be a big old mess, <laughs> like the 90s were. <laughs> uh, basically, this you're going to be hearing some classic um, outlaw stuff in the post-grunge alternative rock scene um, that occurred like around 94 to 98. Um... Of course, our first track is going to be by no other than Beck. And the song is Beer Can. It was his last major single. Off, I think it was the Mellow Go album. Um, of course, Beck came huge with the song Loser, which came out when we were junior high. Uh, and this song's not too bad itself. It was a top 30 modern rock hit. And the only other place it really charted was in Australia. But in Australia, it barely made the top 100. So this is kind of a lost song from Beck. So here's Beer Can by Beck, only here on Remembering the Class of 1998. 
And we're back, and we're back here. I remember in the class of 1998. Um, you guys, of course, heard back with beer can, and then you heard probably, in my opinion, one of the most greatest songs ever come from the 1990s. And you know, people were like, "What?" If I even said that, but I mean, again, not much of a fan of the 90s. I mean, I was a teenager in that time frame, but this song. It spoke to me, man. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 every time I hear the song, I just freaking, I just blast it up. In the days and learn how to drive and hanging out with, uh, you know, my again, my then ex, now ex step nephew Andy Miles. The song, of course, is "The Distance" by Cake. And then, of course, you guys heard the Toadies with Possum Kingdom, and then um, one from Space Hog with "In the Meantime," their debut single, and. The last track you heard was uh, came out in December, just after graduating. Uh, it was in that awful movie called Disturbing Behavior with Katie Holmes. At the time, she was in Dawson's Creek, so she had to do her movie to make her popular. It wasn't really. It was supposed to be like scary because all the kids are getting these chips to be good students. Who you know, it was a ridiculous freaking flick. But the song was by the band called The Flies with. Got you where I want you. Which the song is actually not that bad. I, I you know, I actually kind of enjoyed remember hearing the song, but the movie, and I probably will be reviewing it. God knows how many episodes in. You know, was horrible. I guess Katie Holmes was uh, kind of impaired later on when she married Tom Cruise because <laughs> that Scientology crap was probably like that freaking movie. And speaking of Tom Cruise, he's part of our next segment. Alright, we're into our movie segment here on Remember Class 1998, and today we're looking at Interview with the Vampire. Um, it was adapted from the Anne Rice novel. It was number one in the box office in November 1994, and of course, it starred Tom Cruise as Lestat, uh, Brad Pitt as Louis, uh, Kristen uh, Dunst as the um, girl vampire Claudia, and also Anthony Bandoris was in it, and Christian Slater was the interviewer. Uh, originally, it was supposed to go to River Phoenix, but unfortunately, he passed before filming started. Um, overall, I think the movie was alright. I mean, I didn't get to see it the years later, because I was 15 at the time, and of course, I couldn't see a radar film without the parent, uh, or older person. So, um, yeah, I know then we got flack for Tom Cruise playing the vampire. Ooh, Tom's scary, you know. <laughs> but, uh, overall, I think the movie was alright. Um... I wouldn't mind seeing it again, and, you know, check it out for yourself if you want to see the movie, you know what I mean? It was definitely, um, unusual vampire film, but, um, other, other, otherwise, I mean, it was, it was, it was decent, it was good. So, hopefully you guys go see the film if you get a chance to, and I'll be back when we get done with this little tribute track, I guess. Hey, this is the American Lenius Michael Miller, and welcome back to Remember the Class of 1998. And now, into a little fourth segment here, and we're going to be playing some um, Lost West Coast rap tracks here um, from this time frame, uh, from September 94 to August 1998, if you don't know what I'm talking about. 
Uh, first track is from Little Half Dead from his uh, debut album um, called The Dead Has Arisen, um, which I guess would consider to be an outlaw rap album. It was a top 40 RB slash hip hop album. Uh, apparently, he got slack for apparently ripping off Warren G. <laughs> what I've read about this guy from this album. Uh, anyways, the track from the album is Had to Be a Hustler. So this is Lil Half Dead with How to Be a Hustler here on Remember the Class of 1998. Alrighty then, we just heard some songs uh, here on Remember Class 1980 from the West Coast era of rap. Um, started off with, of course, uh, Lil Half Dead with uh, How to Be a Hustler. And then Above the Law with Black Superman. And then uh, you heard from Drew Down with Can You Feel Me? Yeah, son. Um, and after that, um, Sally Cell with Hot Sunny Day. And then the last track, you heard Lil Bruce with Mobbing in My Old School. And now, 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 let's get into our Pro Wrestling Spotlight. Alright, our Pro Wrestling Spotlight today is on Al Snow. And we're looking at Al Snow's career from September 1994 uh, to December 1994. Of course, Al was pretty much a free agent. Uh, he was wrestling for the NWA uh, at that point. Uh, also wrestled for a company called Midwest Territorial Wrestling. He also wrestled for Smoky Mountain as Shinobi. Not the first or last time Al would wrestle under that uh, mocker. Um, he wrestled for Southern California Wrestling. And he also, towards the end of the year, would wrestle for ECW. Uh, one of the big matches he was involved in uh, on September 9th was against Sabu for the NWA Independent World Title in Lima, Ohio, in a lumberjack match for the title, uh, which ended up being a no contest result. Of course, last week when I mentioned when Tommy Dreamer was the uh, in the spotlight, he won a match over Tommy Dreamer on September 16th in 1994. Uh, in October, he wrestled in Smoky Mountain against Dirty White Boy Tony Anthony for that title. Of course, he, he was wrestling as Shinobi, and he wrestled... The first one, I believe, in Ashland, Kentucky, on October 29th. And then on uh, November 19th, uh, in the NWA New Jersey Territory, he was involved in the NWA World Title Tournament, and unfortunately he lost in the first round against the eventual champion, Chris Candido. And in December, he would enter ECW, and his first big match would be against Taz Maniac, or who we now know as Taz, which I did uh, spotlight him two weeks ago. He lost Taz in Bristol, Pennsylvania. So here's to Al Snow and his career at that time. And after this, it's my top five picks of the week. All right, folks, you're listening to Remember the Class 1998. And of course, I'm your host. The American lineage himself, Michael Miller. And now here's my top five picks of the week as we're nearing the end of here of the show. And we're starting off the classic one with LL Cool J with a little help from Boys to Men. And this is Hey Lover, Hey Lover, or Hey Lover. Uh, and 
you probably can only hear it here on uh, Remember the Class of 1998. Alright guys and gals, you just heard my fu- my five picks of the week. Uh, almost caught myself there on that one. Uh, first uh, track was, of course, L.O. Cool J with the boys to men with Hey Lover. And then um, the second one was uh, Dr. Dre from the movie Friday. Uh, starting his uh, bandmate from N.W.A. Ice Cube. With Keep the heads ringing. And then, of course, the third one you heard, a classic one from Coolio with uh, L.V., uh, Gangsta's Paradise. And, of course, you heard the parody after that by Weird Al Yankovic, Amish Paradise. And ended the set with a classic one from Metallica, yeah, with uh, Hero of the Day. And that's it for uh, Episode 7, folks. It's in the books. Uh, thank you again for listening to the show. I want to thank, of course, Anchor, Spotify, uh, for letting me be able to do the show, and of course, Apple iTunes and any other podcast uh, networks that air my show. Of course, get to the full show with the music and everything. You guys got to listen here on Anchor or the Apple iTunes. Otherwise, the other places you could just hear me go, yep, 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 98, yep, 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 yep. Overall, thank you for uh, checking out my show. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it, and I'll, you know, hopefully, you'll enjoy the next episodes coming way here in the next um, weeks or so in the next month and I will hopefully keep you updated on anything that comes up either with specials or possibly interviews and again thank you for listening rock on and peace out everybody